Thanks for tuning in to Loser Kid Pinball Podcast. We are on episode 113. I am Josh Roop. With me, my co-captain. Scott Larson. And Scott, it's been an amazing week, hasn't it? It's okay. It's been ups and downs. Okay. I'll take that. I'll I'll say that. Okay. Uh, There's been a new release. Yeah. If you haven't heard, maybe you're under a rock, but Venom has now released. And we're going to talk all about tonight. But if you want to order that Venom, where are you going to buy it from, Scott? I contact Zach and Nicole Minnie. And uh, they sold out of their LEs, but they were able to get some more. So if you're interested in an LE, last I checked, they seem to be able to finagle a few. So uh, if you are looking to pick up that new Venom, and we're going to talk about Venom today. Um, yes. I'm, I'm a lot more interested than I was at the beginning. I guess I'll put it that way. I agree. So definitely contact uh, Zach and Nicole at Flipping Out Pinball. Definitely. If you want to get that Venom, get a hold of them. They've got other games as well. they got plenty in stock. If you're ever curious to what they have, we highly recommend going on their Facebook page, Flipping Out Pinball, and they have a whole list there of games that they have in inventory, willing and ready to ship to you. So mm-hmm. hit them up. You know you want to. Absolutely. Well, Scott, you, you, kind of, you kind of alluded to it during our little... Uh, us talking about flipping out. What have you thought of Venom so far? Okay, well, do we just do we start at the beginning with the teaser? I I'm gonna start. Yeah, let's start with the teaser. Okay, so uh, go ahead and give me your thoughts on the teaser. Okay, so first off, I wasn't really super excited for Venom. I think we've kind of already like I was in the same boat as Godzilla, right? Like it's just I know what it is. It's but... a sea theme. It, yeah. it is. It like um, I would say that when the movie came out it probably bumped it up to a B theme. It was kind of Tom Hardy movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was fine. It was a, it was a fun one. I, I enjoyed the movie. Okay. Uh, The, but it was still, it, it was not mandatory viewing if you're into superhero movies. Okay. I agree. Uh, But this is not the Tom Hardy movie, but I don't think this would have been made without the Tom Hardy movie. I agree. I still think the theme's a little like not I don't think it draws as many people at this point. And you know, going back to the teaser, the art looks fantastic. Like right. Zombie Yeti I don't think he's had a bad art package yet, right? No. And he's really brought it with this one. I know a lot of complaints is he uses a lot of reds. Red. But a carnage is red. So Yeah, but it was nice because it seemed like he leaned heavily on the blacks and blues. Mm-hmm. With red to you know obviously highlight carnage. Yeah, yeah, and, and who cares? Yeah. I like red. You know, yeah, my my hat's red, so we're, yeah. we're good. It doesn't bother me one bit. I think overall, like I still was kind of like, well, now I'm getting a little intrigued, right? Like, okay. Vocal sound good. It sound, it all sounded really well in the teaser trailer, and so, um, what shocked me is how long this game has been teased. Like not even yes. teased. Like we well, thought rumored. Rumored. It's been rumored for years. Years. And so it kind of shocked me that like nothing had really leaked, you know? Right. Pushing it back another year and whatnot. And even so what up, took its place? Let's talk about that. What took its place was Bond, I think. Yeah. So and Bond, you know, I'm hearing I I, I do know someone that got a Bond. And they're actually really enjoying it. It's one of their favorite I, games in their collection right now because of the new code update that's right. really fleshed out the game. And I I predicted that. I predicted if you're a Bond fan, 
if you're willing to wait it out, then they would be able to, to fill it out because yeah. it, the layout I think is good. I, it's still not my favorite layout. I, I'm still not a huge fan of the left side with the, with the scoop. Cause it, it, when I'm playing it, it gets into that left scoop all the time and gotcha. then it shoots out and it's out of control. Uh, so I, I, you know, the layout's okay, but with the new rules on board, it actually is a fun game. Like my friend picked up an LE yeah, and, and we had a great time playing it the other day. Well, good. And I think, oh, to tie this back to Venom. Yeah. Oh, no, but I, I'm curious. Like, why do you think that it was pushed for a year? I, I really like, don't this know. This is us speculating, by the way. Uh, no yeah. one has any idea, but I, it was obvious that they were planning on releasing it last year because Something. they had a booth yeah. with Todd McFarlane. And by the way, I, I will correct myself um, because I, I thought that Todd McFarlane was a Spider-Man artist who ended up becoming very famous. Apparently he did co um, like co-create Venom. So what? that's, that, that's why Todd was, was there last year. Yeah. I'm assuming to anticipate the release and, the only thing I can possibly think of uh, like Ozzy Osbourne being there is because there's a, an Osbourne in the character, I guess. Well, until VH1 does a behind the pinball machine, right? Like, yeah. I guess we'll never know until we don't get the stories out of the guys, mm -hmm. except for like the, the old Bally Williams stuff we get information on because. Because it's 30 years old. Yeah. And the company doesn't exist anymore. So what's it going to hurt it to release that information? Right. I maybe. This is all speculation. Maybe originally it did have Todd McFarlane and Ozzy Osbourne in the game, but they had to revamp because of licensing issues or something like that. It, it is kind of bizarre. And the other funny part to it. So let's let's move past the teaser. Okay. And fi finally, Monday Stern puts out like a full week long schedule, right? And uh, you know, releases on Tuesday. It finally releases, and there's no Ozzy Osbourne. Mm -hmm. As far as I can tell, I don't know if Todd's had any involvement in the game. But the interesting part about this is when they released it, at least when you, if you listen to the Stern Insider podcast, they talked about it was at like 0.72. And that's mm -hmm. releasing now, which I thought was very strange because if we pushed it another year out and it was, we don't know should, how ready it was for Comic-Con. Should, shouldn't it be 1.72? Yeah, and that's what we've kind of like been talking about. Yeah, But after looking at... Dwight's on the game and yeah. How many pages is the PDF for this? The rule sheet. You remember over, over 30? Yeah. It's like 31 pages of rules. So okay. I'm like, okay, well I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt because yeah. <laughs> maybe they spend that time just solely putting in rules to this game. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know. What, what was your first thoughts when you saw that the trailer leaked like an hour early? Yeah. I guess it wasn't the trailer. Sorry, on Monday, you they had accidentally put it into a playlist under YouTube as mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't listed. But if you knew the link, <laughs> like yeah, I I didn't see it. You saw it because you sent it to me, and then when I clicked on it, it, they had already made it a private link. Yeah. So I I didn't see it until it finally became public. Yeah. Um, I don't know, and that the artwork still look great to me. Like it just, it was reaffirming that like, it's still going to look great. 
uh, what were your initial thoughts when finally Tuesday hit and 10 o'clock hit and they released the game trailer? You know what? Not good. Okay. Um, to, to be blunt, I looked at the game and I eyeballed it and I said this. It looks like almost everything is in the back third of the game. Yep. It felt very, very open. Um, yeah. And my initial thoughts were it could be a p3 game i do you remember you saying that yeah because it, it like it looks like something that you could drop into a a, a generic play field that has flippers on it and then it, and they're starting to do that on p3 where they're able to bring things down the side yeah uh so that was my initial thought and yeah. i was confused i guess Gotcha. What about you? Um, I was confused. Uh, it was what a minute long trailer. I don't even know if it was that long, a little mm -hmm. bit over. Yeah. And by the end of it, I was just, I was so confused. Like it's funny. Cause I went and posted on our Facebook. I, I shared the stern stuff mm -hmm. and I put like, they reused the Ferris wheel mech from comet. Cause that's right. what that, that's what that's that ramp, what it like. It's what yeah, it the scoop like. and then the way it moves and everything. And the way that yeah. they presented it in that first trailer, yeah. At, at first glance, I was like, yeah, that's what that is. After watching the trailer numerous times, it's like, oh, that's not exactly what that is. Yeah. Um, and I still, it wasn't till Jack Danger and Brian Eddy, like, yep. we're playing did the stream it. last night yep. and explaining it and watching it actually, like, the game literally evolve as you're watching it. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, like this is like a, a change, like the full game is a change state game. Yes. And so I guess I think the problem I've had with all of this so far is I just don't feel like this has been communicated properly. Like they they have not controlled their own message. Correct. And it's sad. Which is weird because I feel like it's the same like they did with Bond as well. Like the the message yeah. was not clear on that one as well. Yeah. And then, so with Venom, I just, I wasn't super excited until I listened to the Stern Insider podcast and mm -hmm. it was explained. This whole game's based off of experience points. This is almost like a video this game. This is a video game. Yeah. And, and it's set up like a, an RPG, an yep. online RPG. Yeah. You're leveling up. There's four characters you can play as. You can mm -hmm. level up each character. Yeah, or or maybe it's just the your yourself. This mm -hmm. is all tied to your insider connected. So say you're playing this on a location, it goes with you when you leave, and then once you actually get to a certain part in the game, you can unlock Hulk, Captain America, and Wolverine. Yeah, and have those unlocked for the rest of the game. Once and, you, and, I'm sorry, keep going. No, you're good. Like it just it boggles my mind. Like I'm really impressed with what Dwight has come up with this. Like right this system it's it's very unique well i guess ray day and dwight they're both yeah. being um i just they should be pushing that i don't yeah. understand why they're not pushing that can i get into some concerns yes go for it the concern i have is along the lines of we have always said we want something different yeah and marty puts it as we want something different, but not that. And so <laughs> yes. and that's typically our go-to response when something yeah. different comes out. So 
does that mean is this going to is this going to be something that carries to the pinball audience because it is it, it is different yeah it's uh this is not a system that we're used to in pinball yeah uh, is that uh, and also what happens if you have a location that does not activate the insider connected true so you're going to have you're going to have some issues with that and i would say the majority you're definitely catering to a crowd that's 30s and 20s yeah because they're used to there's going to be a lot more crossover in that demographic with video games than in the 40s 50s and 60s i agree and i i I haven't played those type of games in 15 years. Yeah. So th that's, that's a different demographic. If that's what they're going for, then this could be a reach. Th another question is, was that planned? What, what was what planned? What, what was it planned to say, Hey, we are going to design a game that has a lot more in common with video games and online video games. And if that was a planned strategic choice, which yeah. I, I hope it, I hope it was, I think it I think should it is. be. I think it is. Why, why did they not push it at all? We basically had to figure that out on our own. Why, while watching the, the reveal stream. Yeah. Well, so, it, it helped, it helped to, you know, it helps that we sat there and we talked to Travis Murray and, Joel and yeah. birth and Tom and, and Travis gets paid to watch the stuff over and over. Well, Travis is also a top player and so is yeah. Tom. And so they're going to dissect things very quickly, but Travis is getting paid to dissect, right? Like, yes, that's true. Up front. And mm -hmm. so like, he's telling us this as we're, because I'm not going to lie. If I wasn't friends with Travis at this point, I don't know if I'd still understand half of this stuff. I, yeah. Yeah. And so they really should be pushing, like save your progress and like level up mm -hmm. your game. And, because they came out, they came straight out and was like, "This isn't a mode based game, but it's got modes in it." So yeah. it's like, so it doesn't revolve around well, the modes. It's what an activation it? game. You can yeah. you can activate a mode based on experience levels. So is that frustrating though to you? Like, is that frustrating that like you don't get everything up front when you? Because pinball's always been like everything's available as long as your skill level is able to activate it. Where this is like you doesn't it the better the longer you play the easier right. the game can get H however he did say that if you're a they do have a speed run option in this yes. and so yep. there is a way of logging in and you know if you have the the skill set of Raymond Davidson i'm pretty sure you could get to level 50 in one game yeah i agree so that so that's not prohibitive but the question i have also is 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 that advantageous that you are always crawling toward a higher level that yeah. does it top out at like 50 does it top out at 99 i think they said 50 okay so you top out at 50 are there people who are gonna like video games um, a lot of a lot of players of video games will say i beat the game and so they sell it and they they never play it again yeah well, is, and it, is that going to happen with something like this? Well, that's what's crazy too. Like this, this is definitely like new territory. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know. I don't know why they're not pushing this. This is brand new territory in pinball. I don't. This has never been done before. No. And like you said, let's say you do beat the game. Let's say you you own Venom. You beat the game. You have it all saved to your account, and you just. And granted, I think you can reset it. They did talk about like you can reset your levels and stuff like sure. that. But let's say you sell the game and you like you keep it saved through your phone and whatnot. I mean, do you have the urge to buy it back? And if not, you could just go out on location and find it and just boom there's your there's right your, there's your progress yeah so it's there's so much there's so much unknowns to right. this and, and maybe we're just like super we're so overthinking what's going on right now okay but we've all bought games yes right yeah and so we're not naive to pinball yeah we're we're used to what a, a game is so this is a huge risk in that they have completely deviated from what their their historic titles are. Now they have more technology. Yes. So they so Insider Connected has definitely made this possible and I I applaud them for trying something. Yeah. Uh, no, I agree. Will it be successful? That's yet to be determined. However, I would I would argue that the response has been so far either no it's been lukewarm at best or or um uh, still fact finding yeah. just question like trying to get more information about it but i don't know too many people that are jumping on to by now i agree well that, that that's what concerns me as well like why right. this game okay let's talk about layout it's a okay. fan layout. Yeah. It's yeah, well, it's it's basically the ultimate fan layout. Yes. Like because the first two thirds really are a an open canvas. Yep. I it is way open. Yeah, but the interesting part is because of those locks, yeah, pretty much holding the balls at half filled at yeah. half, you know it becomes ridiculously fast to play this game. Okay. So that's actually what I was going to bring up. I was going to okay. bring up, you know how black Knight one of the complaints was, is that the shots were about halfway up the field. Yeah. It was basically like a mini game. And so it was brutal from the start Yep, and that you, you were firing it and it was coming back at you so fast. Well, this this is kind of a hybrid where the balls are coming back because you hit a ramp and it kicks a ball out a lot faster than you think it's going to. Yeah. And so you're getting the balls back, but you're not getting as much ricochet. I wonder if they considered that because, because why else would you design these, these dispensers on the right and left? And the right is even lower on the play field. The right looks like it's about 66% down on the play field. The left looks uh -huh. about 50% down. And I don't know if that's because like they took into consideration it is a fan layout. Yeah. And so fan layouts are typically panned as like super easy, which they're not wrong. Like, right. I but well, there's only seven shots, really. There's on one. Venom? Two, okay, so I'm, I'm counting. There's one, two, three on the left. There's the ramp up the middle. And okay. then you have, um, so that's four, then five, six, seven, eight. I guess there's eight targeted shots. Okay. 
So, and so you see, well, I guess there's nine if you want to count the bell tar the bell tower. Yeah. But still, like overall, the game watching it last night, it moved really fast. And it may did. That, may that's and great it, that the safe progression. May that was a very knowledgeable thing because they're like, well, if this plays too long, right, then the safe progression system is not really going to be worth much. Then, right, if you can do it all in the first run and you're a novice, there's a problem. Okay, so, so let's talk about the other issue. Is that not issue? Um, the complete unknown on how. Uh, how people will receive this is that depending on which host you choose, it reconfigures the game, at least on, on the, the premium, yes. on the premium and the premium and LE one, which is insanely cool to me. It, it's really cool because Can you, you have other different game? shots. There's no other game they've done this on. Well, okay. Now there are games that we're used to having diverters on diverters. And so divert. Well, and that, and, okay to be fair that's kind of what the this is yeah it, it, it's basically a diverter that is it, it changes uh to, from ball to ball that True, you can but, do but like i guess godzilla is the only other one i can think of like in godzilla obviously if you hit the building enough it drops down and it changes the path of the balls right going through the ramps which was uh, diverters yeah correct but like this is from the get-go is technically like four I want to say four, four different, different games. Yeah, yeah it, but it's, it's four different layouts. It is because the the shots are the same, but the balls come back differently. Yeah, and really the only thing that stays the same is the orbits. I want to say because mm -hmm. most of the ramps and even the middle shots and everything all change to some extent. And it's I don't know. It's insanely cool. Like mm -hmm. I don't I don't get why there's a lukewarm reception to this game. Well, based I, off of I do. if you're a true hardcore pinball fan, yeah. like it. Throwaway theme because obviously right. Godzilla, like I said, Godzilla. Godzilla which, was a C theme. C yeah. theme. I would I would put Venom above Godzilla at this oh, point. Yes, I would. I, I don't. Would. Are we just? Is I mean, look at movie theaters. I guess superhero movies are not doing great right now. Is it because well, of that? Well, like, is, is there just a whirlwind of stuff? Because I know that people do complain about Dwight Code. I know people either love it or hate it, but the problem is too, is sometimes you have it's to wait. Long. For, it takes a long time. That That's yeah. my biggest concern with Dwight is that he is so passionate about it that it can take him a long time to really uh, flesh out a, a code set. And even then he has radically changed many code sets. Yes. I mean, Game of Thrones went through that. Uh, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters went through that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yeah. it's I don't feel like Ninja Turtles did, but the Ninja Turtles did take a balancing of the score as well. It did. Yeah. And you can already tell that with Venom. Like when we watched last mm -hmm. night, uh, what was it? It was like mayhem multiball. Yeah. Uh, if you play if you start off as Eddie Brock and I think maybe he even was more leveled up. Um, once you got into mayhem multiball, it just destroyed the game. Like, yeah, two billion yeah. on one ball. And the yeah. next closest score was 33 million. Yeah. And he was telling us like, oh, there's like a back door to get into that. And it gives you like two X. And he was talking mm -hmm. about the multipliers and everything. It's like, oh, great. Like, so I can get my butt handed to me. <laughs> it, like, yeah, it's yeah, that 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 was unfortunate. Yes. To see, because you don't want to if you're going into a if you're playing for points, yeah. you don't want to be beat because someone knows, knows an exploit that makes a 10 times multiplier happen. 
I agree. I I really hope, like I love Dwight, and I really think that his code, like his rules, are very unique from what mm-hmm. everyone else is doing. Right. I I hope he's doing the rule set and Raymond's doing the coding, because the issue I had with Ninja Turtles, yeah, is is there was a lot of glitches. And I don't know if that was specifically for Dwight or whatnot, but like I remember, like I'd get into a multi-ball and the whole yeah. game would shut down if yeah. you did something and reset itself. And well, I don't have that issue with any of my other games behind me. I could be, I I could be mis uh, mistaken, but I would bet that the the lead coders are more of the rule set designers, gotcha. mm-hmm. and they have other people who are doing the code. It's like like writing the physical code because yeah. because there there's no need for there's you know there's no need for the master architect and even you know even Lyman wasn't when they were talking with Josh Sharp and they were talking about the Cactus Canyon continued code uh, it was Lyman fleshing out all the rules. Yeah, he was coming up with the concepts. He was coming so. up with the concepts, and yeah. I, and that's pretty much what what I'm assuming Dwight's doing. I could be completely wrong. So we, we, we've, we've touched on this a little bit and we, we've been so scatterbrained, but it's, it's hard because there's so much information on this one. Mm-hmm. We both agree. There has been a lukewarm reception. If you haven't heard a lot of distributors, you've either turned down allotment or the allotment that they do have isn't moving as quickly as they thought. Right. Why do you think there's such a lukewarm reception to this game? Uh, I, I would attribute it to two things. One, this, the game is different. It is not your typical game. No, it's not. So there, there's this, I don't know what this is. And that's what people are saying. I'm not sure what this is. And so they're evaluating it based on historical games. So they're looking at this game and saying, huh, well, basically like you and I did. Well, it looks like there's eight shots in a fan layout. Um, okay, pretty art. Yeah. But when you look at it and they actually have all these state changes that make it reconfigure it depending on which host you are, it does make it a lot more interesting. Yeah. Now, the question is, is that good? So people know what they get with other games. I th- People just don't understand what they're getting with this game. And it could be a huge hit. What I'm concerned with is this could be another Stranger Things thing yeah. where we all know Stranger Things wasn't, it was, it was a very lukewarm reception because it was basically a retheme of Attack from Mars. Yeah. But guess what? Attack from Mars is a great game. Yeah. And so they cut production short. Then people said, hey, wait, this is a great layout and it's a theme I like. And then they didn't have any more. Yeah, and it's that's one of the only games that's still commanding high dollar right now. Yeah, so I'm wondering, I'm concerned that this won't have enough velocity for people to experience it because you at least need people who are willing to take a chance at buying this and letting people play it. I I think also what's going to, it's hurting it and it's helping it. And the reason I say this is, is the production schedule doesn't actually start till September. That's fair. Yeah. So, so we're at the end of July now mm-hmm. and then August is pretty much going to take most of the time moving into the new factory, yeah. like two weeks or whatever. And then they're going to get the pros on the line at the end of August and then premiums and LEs in September. Right. Mm-hmm. 
but at the end of October, we also have uh, another Pinball game. Expo. Right. So, the, so and people can play it there. And yes. that that is the telltale sign of a game. Yeah. Is if people want to play it. Yeah. At, at an expo and people who know what they're doing. Yep. I think people are going to get their hands on this at expo and realize like, this is really good. Like right. the, the concepts are here. It feels great. Mm-hmm. Um, because fan layouts, I don't know many fan layouts where it's like, oh, I shoot it and it's, it doesn't feel great. Like the shots could feel good, but like, I guess the first one that comes to mind is Stern's Indiana Jones. It's a fan layout and it shoots great, but the problem is it shoots too great. And it's so you boring. Can, it's a yeah, boring game. It becomes boring where yeah. this is so fast. I think that's going to eliminate that. The, I don't know. It's just, it's I, so mind boggling to me because there yeah. are some really cool concepts in this game. I just, I don't want to like pin the fault on anyone. Right. Like, but I'm just trying to like, well, I'm trying to understand because they they don't make these decisions in a bubble. Correct. Uh, I'm also slightly concerned that the pro version, it's a static layout. Yes, it is. So So it's kind of premium or nothing. Well, premium Ellie or nothing at this point, huh? Well, if you want all the features, yeah. if you're like, Hey, I just want a game, but the, I would say the the pro version of this looks a lot, you know, similar to like a, I, I don't want to insult it, but like a home pin version. Yeah. There, there's, there, there, there is no mech. There's no, um, wow. The doppelganger is gone. And that's you mean like a home edition of a Stern, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So you said home pin. I thought, Oh, I'm so, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Home, uh, I, I'm talking a home version of a pen. So a home only, home use only or whatever. Yeah. I uh, get you. What you're saying. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking the pen series is what I mean. Yeah. So, but this one, obviously the mech that changes, it's the fourth shot over from the left. Okay. That's, that's the big mech in the game. It, uh, so the two, two main things I see, see different is that mech and the doppelganger. Yeah. And you're not getting that on the pro. Yeah. However, sometimes people like the pro version better. I remember Game of Thrones. That wasn't that deep of a layout, but a lot of people preferred the fan layout without the upper play field. That's true as well. <laughs> you brought up the doppelganger. I got to. We watched the video last night. Mm-hmm. As they say in Ray and the Last Dragon, <laughs> that bug's got a booty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> what what is up with the sculptor <laughs> yeah, and that uh, doppelganger? It's it's certainly something. Something someone someone gave that doppelganger some cake. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's it, it looks interesting, yeah. <laughs> it was like, what the heck? And they kept they would like pause the screen on the booty. <laughs> on the doppelganger, yeah. <laughs> like we won't tell you about the XP system, but you should check out this booty on yeah. the doppelganger. Check out the sculpt. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Just, I agree with you. I think the chain state is one of the, one, I don't know. I just, I can't fathom buying the pro at this point because if, of that. If you're going to choose one, Pay the uh, pay the extra two to three thousand dollars. Get the premium. Yeah, that that's my take. Unless yeah. you want a a more economical 
game that you put in your house. And by say yeah. more economical, you know, still the still the price of a used car. Yeah. So overall, what are your thoughts on on Venom? My thoughts are: I hope there is enough time that people are able to get to play it, and I hope there's enough people who are willing to take a risk on a game that is unknown so they can try it out. And because that's the only way this game is going to succeed is by word of mouth. It's, it's the same thing as a movie. Sometimes movies, they come a a lot of times movies come out the big weekend. And then the second weekend, there's a huge drop off. There's like a 60% drop off and then it goes even lower and then goes even lower. So they make their money in the first two weeks Uh, on movies that people go see it and it may be a lower budget movie and people tell their friends, Hey, this was really good. You should check it out. Yeah. And so it has a lot more of a slow burn. That is the only way this is going to work because the first weekend out of the gate, it's not doing well. I agree. And, and I think this definitely, I agree with you. This is going to have to be a slow burn on this one. It's, it, I guess just time will tell. Right. And, and so, I have to, it, for me, if I'm selling a game, if I'm buying a game, I have to sell a game because yeah. I am out of space. Same. So many people are in that position. So yeah. when you're taking a risk, you're selling a game that you don't, that you know what you're getting. And then you're, committing to buying a very expensive game that you don't know. Yeah. Uh, There's also, there's a very real chance that when these are available, there is going to be announced another game. Yeah. And Elwin's up. Yeah. That's, that's the other hard part too. Like that's the hard part. My, uh, that space behind me, Foo Fighters is going there on Monday. Like it's coming in. That's a, that's the thing. Like that's where we're at production wise. Is I usually get in on the second run, and by the mm-hmm. time the second run rolls around, you're running into the next game that they're released. I mean, we I'm literally the same week. Yeah, I'm within seven days of the release. Yeah, so I agree. I think so it's that's just the really weird, right? That's the challenge. I think I agree with you on. And it's harder to move games right now as well. It is. I don't know what's going on in your neck of the woods, but watching the Utah market. Games Stearns that are six months old are selling for six grand. Like, yeah, it's not. And granted, I guess some of those are more used games that are from like, okay, they, but they're rentals. But we need to remember though that that's how it's always been. Yeah. So the uh, the COVID years when people were buying games and then selling them later for five hundred to a thousand more than they paid for them. Yeah, that's not normal. No, it's not. And usually if you buy a game and you play it for a while and then you take a 500 to a thousand dollar hit, you're saying, well, okay, at least I, I rented a game for five months, five to 10 months. And okay. I play, I paid a hundred dollars a month for the game. Yeah. So that's not, that's not unreasonable. And that's more likely than than what it was. So I, I'm not too concerned about that. Okay. 
but it is it does make people question whether or not they should immediately buy a new game though correct and i agree and i think it also comes down to that like like you you don't have much room left in your connect or your collection so it's like well if i do see when you say you wanted venom you would have to essentially start selling now right and and it's not because it's because you've got to have those couple of months to actually move the game i just i feel like we were so used to you could post a game 48 hours later that's like a long period at that time Mm -hmm. it would be sold and you would have it out before the end of the week now it's like i i would even give it it used to be i'd give it two weeks Mm -hmm. uh, just to be safe because if i knew a game was coming in in two weeks you know Mm -hmm. and and now it's like you almost need two months to to move a game at at a decent price mm-hmm. so i I, don't know. I just pulled up um i just pulled up pinside and looked at the the for sale stuff okay and the, and this is the first page okay so you're, you're getting you know um promoted content even promoted content new in box godzilla uh premium nine thousand six hundred ninety nine gotcha uh you have venom le on there uh for you know the sticker price you have dialed in at eight thousand dollars and this is uh, jurassic park pro firm sixty five hundred but so so i actually i'm going to plug this right now because yeah. ted finley reached out to us via email he just says he loves the podcast and he wanted to make us aware of his website, pinballprices.com. And we're speaking trends right now. And he actually has a pinball price trend tab hmm. that, that consolidates this information. And he does it actually kind of in eras. So electromechanical, early mm-hmm. solid state. So let's take LCD based off of 2022 to 2023. We've seen a negative six percent decrease so the average pinball machine was selling around 10 grand as of 2022 so i'm assuming this is taking into account pros premiums and le's Mm -hmm. Uh, that's over 500 sales um and as of 2023 about half the sales so 265 but we're at 9500 so you can you can tell that there's a decrease there there is uh same with stern dmd so this is 99 to 15 uh 2022 was about 7,800 per game down to 7,000, about a nine, 9% decrease. It's very interesting. Like if you haven't checked out pinballprices.com, you should go check it out. Cause there's a lot of this cool stuff. Like even DMDs, like mm-hmm. they're not dropping as bad. It's it's 2%, but it's still a drop from what we've been seeing. Yeah. And so the interesting part is like alphanumeric solid state and electromechanical are the only ones that are really retaining percentage or slightly going up but then again like they're not making any more of them they're not making any more and and really it's what 500 bucks to a thousand for an em Mm -hmm. so it's not hard to really keep that maintained or or push that a little higher right so but yeah there is that so thanks ted for reaching out and let us know that 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 price trends tab is pretty cool um be interesting to see where everything lands at the end of the year uh, maybe we should uh, <laughs> come back around because, like I said, only about half the sales have been done, which makes sense because we're a little over half the year now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool. So, okay. Uh, so, what what's your take though? Like, I on, on venom. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, 
uh, I'm, I'm so conflicted on this game because I want it to do well and I want them to be able to do more interesting things. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you concerns about over-reliance on Insider Connected, though. Yeah. It's you're getting into a possibility of a, of a DLC type thing yeah. where you have to go up and log into a machine and they're like, hey, uh, if you want the the extra packet to play this game fully, you have to pay another $30 on your yeah. personal account to activate it on a, uh, on a game on location. I, I don't know if that's really going to happen, but so it's getting to the possibility that they could do that. Th- that brings up a different concept in my mind. Would you be opposed to, cause like, obviously things are starting to trend down. We don't know exactly where the market's going, but it mm-hmm. looks like it's going to be taking a dip for a little bit, right? Like economy's yep. hard, yada, yada, yada. Um, would you be opposed to, if yes, they went to DLC content, but they lowered the prices of the pinball machine. So essentially you're getting a cheaper pinball machine, but if you want the full game, you buy the DLC. That's uh, well, that's the raw thrills, um, big buck hunter model. Correct. Where so would you, if, would you if, be opposed to that then? I don't play enough to justify if it's like a monthly fee. So yeah. th- th- there's two questions. A, I buy it and I buy a la carte and then I have no time limitations on it. Okay. So like most video games, like most video games, right? Yeah. If I I buy Mario Kart, I own Mario Kart and I bought the, you know, when the super Mario movie came out and I bought the, uh, extra levels on Mario Kart. Okay. Yeah. It was 20 bucks or something. Okay. Yeah. Um, would Got I be willing season pass? Yeah, uh, something. So, well, so they slowly trickle out the DLC, but you you automatically get it because you paid for it up front, right? Yeah, and so and so that's fine. Um, would I have done that if they said, "Hey, you need to pay five bucks a month in perpetuity to play this"? I, yeah, I, I I would say no. I would not be interested in that because you are a hundred percent eliminating casual gamers on that. Um, I, and to be fair, I don't think pinball is as big on location with that model. Yeah. So I would, you would have to have a lot of things change for that to be a, a a reasonable concern. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to, I think that those are all valid points. Um, I'm going to revolve back to the question that you asked me about five minutes ago of how do I, what do I think of Venom? I think the problem is, is there was a cluster of information. It wasn't the right information. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not selling this properly, I feel right. like. I agree with you, it's gonna be a slow burn. I think this game looks cool as heck, man. Like, I really wish, <sighs> here's my problem. And I don't know if everyone feels like this, if you're in the same boat. I don't have space. Well, I, I guess I do have space, but I don't have, extra money and with the last couple pinball cells that have happened with me with it being really weird and and hard to get rid of and whatnot and i know elwin's next i would rather hold off on venom and see whatever elwin's coming out with next to say hey is that what i want versus venom mm-hmm. because i would hate to buy venom the week of of elwin's next game being shown they're like venom's getting into your house and then me have to figure out, well, crap, what am I going to sell now 
like I've only got a couple months before I get Elwin's game in my house. Right. So I just, the problem is, is the window is just too small. I feel like, uh, on owning, I guess a game. And well, move, uh, okay. I'm getting to the point where I don't want to move stuff either. So, okay. I, I will push back a little bit though. Okay. Um, because we typically buy things after the, the main people. I, yeah. the, the bottom line is we, you know, Zach does sponsor us and we certainly are able to buy games from him, but we want him to sell to you guys first. So if he has, a, you know, another customer, then it's, we're not jumping to the front of the line. We yeah. actually, we defer and say, no, send it to those guys first. We'll wait. Yeah. So that may not be the situation for everybody. It may be the situation for us, but not for everybody. Correct. But still, like, I just, I would hate to get Venom in my house and like, feel like a month or two later, I'd have to get rid of it to get Elwin's next game. Well, and... Now you're saying that because we're assuming that Elwin will come out with another great game. True. Uh, well, and that's the other part too, is like, I'm tired of moving pinball machines. I'm kind of to that point where it's yeah. like, well, I'm still in a situation where I need to move five down and five up. And I've been saying that for six weeks. Yeah. No, I get you. I think overall, like I said, I am excited to see where this goes with Venom. Yes. I think, I think it's a positive direction in the homeowners camp, right? Mm -hmm. Like we, we still have this mentality of location, which is great. Like there needs to be games on location. Cause that is, uh, that's where you test drive. And so, nope. um, but I think this is more geared towards the homeowner and I'm excited for that. I think outside of this game, um, I don't know. They're all starting to trend towards like more depth but games that aren't wood choppy. And I'm really starting to like, right. I really appreciate that. So mm -hmm. overall, I, th I just feel bad. Cause like, man, this game is really cool. This, but I don't have any desire to buy it right now because I feel like I'm stuck in limbo. I don't know if everyone else out there feels like that. Right. I, it, it's kind of a wait and see. Yep. So, well, I'm going to, I'm going to be at expo in, in October. Right. So yeah. And it, actually uh, I, I feel bad. I actually just figured out, um, it lands on our fall break and yeah. that's one of the premium time offs that we can only let as a, you know, in my job, there's only so many people that can take the same time off and it's the same time all the kids are out of school. Yeah. So everybody wants it. So I am not available to go to expo this year, which I'm totally bummed at. So I will have to, you know, kind of wait and likely play this at Texas. Yeah. And by that time, Elwins should be out too. So. Yeah, and I should be able to play a lot of games. I actually, I still haven't played Foo Fighters yet. I need to go down downtown. You need to come to my house. I'll have it on Monday. Absolutely. Road so. road trip to Dinosaur Land. Yeah, because my birthday's on Tuesday. So oh, there you go. To me. <laughs> Happy so, birthday! Thanks. Well, I think that pretty much covers it for Venom. I, um, I want to hear what other people are thinking, though. Yeah. So reach out. Let us know. Are you thinking of buying it? Are what are your thoughts? Are you, yes, I'm buying it. No, I'm not. I'm waiting to see. Or, you know, is there a possibility given more information that you would be interested in buying this? Yeah. That, that, that's my question is, what's your current state? And like the game, having a phase change, are you, cons are you open to purchasing it in the future given certain things? 
I, okay. I, I'm actually going to throw one more thing out that I, okay. This is the third fighting game. Yeah. And we like have fighting game in a row. Isn't Yeah. Cause well, Foo Fighters, cause we you had fight. Deadpool and then we had uh, infinity quest. And so like the Marvel things is, are we is, getting over it? Well, I'm, I'm wondering if it still has that same vibe. I mean, Godzilla is no. a fighting game. You take on. Yeah. And I guess they're kind of all on that level, but this feels very similar. The, the goals are you are fighting this other superhero. Yeah. Yeah. True. Or super villain or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, so, before we wrap this up, uh, we did have a couple emails. Okay. Uh, Jeff S. He just want to say he enjoyed our most recent episode. He appreciates that sometimes the jokes go over my head <laughs> and uh, even though uh, everyone has commented on the same topics, he enjoys our takes on them the most, but he just wanted for my benefit. He's like, he just wanted me to really know that sometimes you tell a good joke. Like the last one on our last episode was Mike's first name was magic. And the problem was, is I think the thing is, is I'm trying to think ahead in the episode and trying to line stuff up. So you're not listening. Next. That's, that's what you're saying. I, it's not I'm really sorry, paying attention to me. I know. I, this is comedy gold here. It is. Apparently it is. We're getting emails about how the comedy, like it even says, let's see, that is great humor, which I do not need to tell Scott. Yeah. So this is really for Josh's benefit. <laughs> Okay, but that's not my favorite. That's not my favorite review, by the way. <laughs> oh, well, um, we got another one from three, uh, three week this week in pinball. Just a new three star review because we uh, will we will read them. By the way, if we get yes. reviews, we'll read them. Hosts don't seem like fun. Mm, we, we're a bit preachy, and sad we love face. to mention we don't drink alcohol and and when and when give a chance. I'm reading this straight. Like if you can't if you can't type your <laughs> thoughts correctly, sorry, can't have some games in their house because of children? Question mark. Weird. You, you're the parent and can make something off limits or play when the kids aren't around. Adam. <laughs> okay. By the way, Adam, I I appreciate you taking time to write this. Yeah, I appreciate because, it because actually it does show something that you're actually listening and. I'm totally fine with getting uh, with getting an average review if if people are uh, if we're not for everybody and that's that's fine. Uh, I will clarify that I I don't care if people drink alcohol. No, I don't. Uh, either, it's no. it's uh, I guess it's along those lines of hey, not my thing, but do your thing if that's if that's what you're you're doing. When we're at pinball conventions, a lot of times we are the the few sober ones. And this is not me on a higher moral ground. I'm just saying other people are imbibing and I hang out with them and it's totally fine. I totally let them do that. Uh, and without any reservation, that's, that's their, uh, that's their choice. Uh, with regard to some games, there are some movies I don't want to watch too. And yeah. there are some games that I don't want to buy because the theme is not for me. And maybe yeah. I just don't want those things too. And so it, I'm, I'm not just putting it on my kids, my kids, what I'm willing to have my kids experience are also the same things that I want to experience too. And yeah. so like, Hey, my friend has an amazing scared stiff that he, that he restored and it is a beautiful game. And I love playing it at his house, but it's still not something, even if I had my own apartment 
without any family, you know, no, no young kids, no wife, I still probably wouldn't own it. And so, and, and that's fine. I, I want everybody to find the themes that, that they like. Yeah. So, well, you know what makes me laugh too, Scott? Yeah. You want, you want the title. So I, I can't really reveal the information. Okay. That's in the next email, but I can give you the title of the email. It just made me laugh. You ready for okay. this? All right. Beers at Expo? Question mark. Yes. Uh, <laughs> hey, absolutely. You know what? I will. I, I go to bars with people. I'm, I'm happy to. Uh, yeah. And someone I, is, I'm happy to us. safely drive you home. Someone, someone is invite us for, for drinks yeah. at a bar, which uh, I'm not opposed to that. Like it, it's anywho. Oh, absolutely. There's, there's more information to it. We'll talk about later okay. off, off yeah. screen, but it's just funny. Cause I was like, we have a gentleman going off about like, we're preachy about no alcohol. And then our next email is, and again, it's yours at, at expo. <laughs> you're just getting yeah, basically a snapshot yeah. of Josh and Mai's home life. Yeah. And I'm sure your home life is different than mine. So it's yeah. fine. Go, do you. And, and I love Drew and Ian, and I love the whole poor man's crew. Mm-hmm. I don't fault them for it's a different it's vibe. Like, it's literally <laughs> like the second yeah. they start, they're like, "What you drinking?" Yeah, I love that. I love the like check out poor man's. That may be your jam. Yeah, it really might be. Check it out, Adam. You might love it. So yeah. we still do retain our five point zero rating, five out of five on on this week in pinball. Even though yes. we got a three star. All right, it's so, okay. We're still good. Yeah, forty two <laughs> reviews. You know the number 42. Anyhow. It's the answer to everything, obviously. When are the, we going to get a uh, Hitchhiker Guide to the Galaxy pin? Oh, man. Don't even tease me. Ooh, that, that, George, that make it yeah. happen. Yes. Why isn't George retheming this? You know, you what's the number one thing I've heard about? By the way, panel? George Fisher, don't panic flip. Just check it out. Check it out. Uh, you know what's the one, number one thing I've heard in all this Venom talk? doesn't what? matter i you know i've heard people say they love Dwight. i've heard people say they don't you know they don't like his rule sets i've heard right. i've heard yada 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 the general consensus that everyone pretty much agrees upon at this point is this shouldn't have been venom this should have been a spider-man across the spider-verse a hundred percent now yeah. that's assuming that that license is available and um and also um uh, economical yeah, because that's a huge that that's a that's an A list A list license. I yeah. I saw people who watched the the latest uh, the across the Spider Verse or whatever. It's I I didn't see it, yeah. um, but I heard people posting. I just saw this generation's Empire Strikes Back. That's a yeah. big deal. That is a big deal. So I I do need to watch it. It's on my list, but yeah. I agree. We got some cool stuff lined up. Uh, sadly, we can have some guests join us tonight, but you know what? Life is chaotic, especially during the summertime. So we will be having them on soon. I think things are going to slow down for a little bit, at least news-wise. I mean, yeah. things, it is what it is. But uh, hey, got anything else for us, Scott, before we head off? Okay, I want, I want someone to go play Venom and give me feedback. I want to know someone who experienced it, and that is definitely going to be a lot more than me watching uh the you know the reveal at comic-con so yeah if I, anyone's I'm, going down to san, san diego comic-con like let us know how it is playing down there yeah because you only need a you live in the san diego area you don't need a ticket yeah. to get in the arcade is free like if you did not hear that you can get in it's just in the lobby so go play yeah and give us your thoughts yeah so, if you want to get a hold of us we are loser kid pinball podcast at gmail.com we are at Loser Kid Pinball on all of our socials. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, 
YouTube and TikTok, even though I haven't done any videos because I'm not very good at that. <laughs> I, I've got I've got a face for podcast. <laughs> Took a lot hey, of we are video though. Too. If you want to watch us talk, you can you can look at my books and you can look at Josh's games. Exactly. And there was even some uh, fun little pictures I inserted into the episode last episode, the <laughs> Save the Cat episode. Oh yeah. The, the title of this one's gonna be the Bugs Got a Booty because Bugs Got a Booty. Yeah. Bugs, Bugs Got a Booty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scott, you send us off. Okay. Love love you guys. Thanks for listening and go and play pinball. Change the game.